The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Jesus and the disciples came to Jericho. And as Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But Bartimaeus cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed Jesus on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Well, I'm going to stand here closer to you just to uh, connect in this uh, large space. So uh, thank you for letting me be among you instead of before you. (laughs) I don't know why I've always loved the Bartimaeus story. Uh, It's really coming to a climactic place in Jesus' own uh, walking journey to Jerusalem. Uh, He has been in the the Galilee, as it's called, for uh, these three years, and uh, preaching, teaching, healing, casting out demons. But uh, along the way, um, as his time um, began to um, gather momentum and his work, um, his his ultimate work, which had to take place in Jerusalem, uh, there's a passage where we are told he set his face for Jerusalem. And so here we are on, on the path. Uh, we're near the end of our church calendar as well. And so we're kind of chronologically following this. And we're coming to Jericho, which is uh, not in the Galilee, but near Jerusalem. In fact, if you know Jericho, uh, you would know it is one of the oldest cities uh, that has been uh, continuously occupied from the beginning. Uh, it, it's, it's believed to be the oldest city on earth. Uh, or one of the oldest cities on earth. And um, it is uh, also the lowest city on planet earth, it me- which means it's down near the Dead Sea, but it's way below sea level, like about 1,200 feet, I believe, is, is something like that. It's an amazing and remarkable place. And at Jericho, if you've been uh, traveling south, you make a hard right, and you're heading up into the hill country now. And up in the hill country is that grand grand city, Jerusalem. So Jesus has arrived in Jericho, is passing through Jericho, disciples, a great crowd, we are told, and he has an interruption. And that is uh, one of the two uh, ideas I want to talk with you about this morning. One is interruptions. There are actually a lot of stories of Jesus being interrupted. Think of Jesus on his way to um, 
uh, help and to heal Jairus' daughter, and he's interrupted by the woman with the issue of blood who reaches out and grabs his cloak, and he feels power going out of him, and he stops the whole procession and turns and says, who was it that touched me? Think of Jesus just uh, a few readings ago, if we're in our Sunday cycle, when Jesus is uh, being interrupted by the children being brought to him for blessing. And um, uh, uh, the disciples are saying, are pushing the kids back, you know, uh, don't bother him. And Jesus seizes on that interruption and rebukes the disciples and says, let the children come to me. Uh, for such is the kingdom, unless you become like a little child, you cannot inherit the kingdom. He uses them as a teaching uh, vehicle. But again, an interruption in which Jesus gladly seems to seize the opportunity. I don't know if Jesus allowed every interruption in his day or in his week uh, to make him pause and change direction, but we have these numerous accounts. Another one today where he is being interrupted. He's on this important journey. He's going to Jerusalem. A lot's going to happen there in just a few days, and he's interrupted. The crowd is enthusiastic. Uh, they think the conquering king is coming to Jerusalem, uh, not whom we ultimately see nailed to a cross. The uh, disciples are excited, and uh, they don't want to be bothered by a blind man right now. But Jesus does want to be bothered by a blind man, and he stops the whole deal, and he turns and he has this engagement with Bartimaeus. Bless the Lord for honoring interruptions. And uh, consider it in our own lives when we are irritated or frustrated by yet another interruption in our day or in our week. And it may precisely be a God opportunity for something gracious or lovely or good to happen for you or for the person causing the interruption or both. So keep that in mind as we make our own way through life, that interruptions are not necessarily a bad thing. They are an opportune time. They are an opportunity. And all of a sudden, interruptions get turned from negatives into positives, just as Jesus made all his interruptions turn from negatives into positives. And a second thought about today's gospel is Bartimaeus. On the side of the road, begging, blind, desperate. He must have heard some teaching of Jesus because he calls out to him. He refers to him as son of David, which would give a clear hint that he is considering and thinking that Jesus might be Messiah, the anointed one who's come to rescue Israel. So he's on the right track, but perhaps he's heard Jesus teaching with probably a wonderful authority which only Jesus could teach with, and he's, he's become hungry for more of Jesus in his life. But what we know is he's willing to uh, ignore the crowds and suffer, um, suffer more verbal abuse at a minimum, if not physical abuse, as they try to keep him away and push him back. And uh, Bartimaeus, in his persistence to have more of Jesus for him in his life, Seems to me there's a thought there for us as well in terms of how we live our lives out. That uh, Jesus loves to reward and honor those who persistently and enthusiastically seek to be closer to him. As you seek to be closer to him, Jesus will come and be closer to you and to me.
Bartimaeus is a great exemplar of that kind of lifestyle, if you will. And of course, he gets then this incredible and extraordinary reward. Uh, Jesus asks him an interesting question. What do you want me to do for you, Bartimaeus? Um, we assume it was a kind of a no-brainer answer to that question. I want to see, but, but it's wonderful that Jesus wants to know what's on Bartimaeus' heart and mind. What is he seeking Jesus for? And Bartimaeus says, I want to see. Perhaps he's already begun to see in his heart because he sees son of David. He sees Jesus as something more than merely an itinerant teacher. He's, he's, he's beginning to see already. And he said, I want to see. So two things happen here. Uh, first of all, because of his faith, Jesus says, by his faith, through his faith, he receives his sight. Hallelujah. And the second thing happens as well. He follows Jesus up the Jericho Road to Jerusalem. A new follower. A new follower because Bartimaeus not only sees, he sees. He not and who is he? He is beside he follows him, let us say, from that day forward. Wow. So here we have in this story uh, two wonderful kind of practical lessons, if you will. One is that interruptions can be holy time, opportunity for the Lord to do something good and gracious in our life, in the life of another, or in the lives of both parties involved. And secondly, that those who have a yearning, a persisting to come closer to Jesus, he will come closer to you. He will reveal more of himself to you. And you and I also will be able to say, I once was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah.